Welcome to this Mount Pleasant Baptist Church podcast recorded at our Kubalup campus. We're glad you've joined us and we pray that the Lord will speak to you and encourage you through this message. Hi, good to be together again. Well, this is the last time that I'll be sharing some thoughts with you uh, as a pastor of the Kubalup campus of Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. It's been a great journey of the last six years. Thank you to Nick Scott and the staff at Mount Pleasant for allowing me the opportunity to be uh, the campus pastor at Kublap Campus. It's been a wonderful journey, had a really great time and saw the Lord's hand at work. Well, let's turn to the Lord. Folk, it's uh, interesting times that we're living in. And as I've thought about that, I've realized that uh, it's always been interesting times. Uh, I remember uh, when Y2K uh, took place, that uh, it was going to destroy everything, we said. And then in 2001, anthrax was going to kill us all, and we got through that. 2002, the West Nile virus was going to kill us all, we were told. And then in 2003, you remember SARS was going to kill us all. And then the bird flu uh, in 2005, and E. coli... Uh, was going to kill us all in 2006, and so they were really fearful times. And then remember the, the terrible financial crisis and the financial collapse in the whole world in 2008. And then swine flu in 2009, we're all petrified of that. And then we're reminded in 2013 that could be North Korea that was going to start World War III. And then shortly after that in 2014, uh, Ebola virus was going to kill us all. And then uh, different kinds of viruses. And then in 2019, we were reminded about COVID. And then last year, and even now, coronavirus was going to kill us all. And so there's always been fear in our hearts and minds with what's taking place in the world. Well, friends, how do you and I live as men and women of God? The passage that I've chosen is Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend to the desert, to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you 
wherever you go. Well, friends, imagine hearing these words in 2021, to be strong and courageous. I've given you a whole list of th things that we had to be fearful of down through the years. But even today, we need to be fearful. But we can also turn to somebody, just as uh, Joshua was able to turn to somebody from the instruction that he was given. Pick up a few points here. The first one is that uh, Joshua was to prepare himself mentally, uh, mental preparation. You see, on three occasions, God uh, issues the command, be strong and courageous. And that's in verses uh, 6, 7, and 9. Uh, six times, God promises him that he, he'll never leave him nor forsake him. He will uh, not abandon him. He will give him success. We, we read about that success in verses 3, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. But he is to prepare himself mentally, but he still has to be strong and courageous. The word strong there is the Hebrew word shazak. Shazak. It means continue, bind yourself to the things of God, repair and recover anything that's been broken. It's almost like a fishnet. Uh, once you've been fishing and you come back and you check your net, if there are holes in the net, you need to repair them and make sure that they are strong again. Because if you go out fishing the next time, if there are holes in the net, then you won't be able to catch any fish. So what God is saying to Joshua, you're going to need to be strong. If there is anything that is broken, anything that needs to be repaired, make sure that you repair it. Make sure that you recover and bind everything that needs to be bound. But he also says you need to be courageous. The Hebrew word there, amatz. Uh, be alert. Uh, uh, make strong anything that is weak. Be alert. Uh, look for God in certain situations. And then you'll be successful. Joshua, as you go into battle, as you live your life from day to day for you and I, make sure that you are strong and courageous. You see, uh, the, the presence uh, of God is a guarantee. We're reminded of that in, in Hebrews 13, 5, that God said he will never leave us nor forsake us. A repeat of, of this beautiful passage. But despite that, we need to be strong and courageous as men and women of God. You know, somebody said one person plus God equals a majority. One person plus God equals a majority. Because greater is God that is in us than anything that is in the world. You see, God was instructing Joshua to toughen up his mind for action. And so mental preparation was needed. He needed to be strong and courageous. But secondly, there needed to be sp uh, spiritual preparation. As he prepares his mind for success, knowing that God will never leave him nor forsake him, there needed to be spiritual preparation. You see, uh, we read that Joshua needed to study the word of God to actually meditate on uh, the commands of God. And God said to meditate on it day and night. He was to study God's word. He was to study God's command. He was to obey and meditate on it. So it's actually supposed to be in his heart. There are many people today who don't even read the word of God. There are many Christians today that don't read the word of God. And so uh, that is a challenge. If we need to focus on the things of God so we can live lives that are successful in the kingdom of God, we need to know what the word of God says. If there is something that God is leading us 
too. Uh, it's not uh, something that we just take uh, for granted. No, we study God's word to confirm where God is leading us to. We don't take a coin out of our pocket and say, well, heads I'm going this way, tails I'm going this way and flip it. And if it doesn't uh, land on the one we want to go to, then we flip again. No, that's unreliable. But the word of God is reliable and God speaks through his word. God has not abandoned us, uh, but he still speaks through his word. And we need to meditate on his word, study it and get to know it well, hide it in our hearts as it were. And that's the instruction that um, Moses, uh, sorry, Joshua was given. You see, we need to know the difference between truth and opinion. There are heaps of things that are just opinion nowadays. And folk, when we know the truth, we can pick up the opinion. We can pick up error. I'm told that the private investigators in some countries are not shown false money, but are shown genuine money. Because they know what the genuine looks like, they're able to pick up the false. If we know what the Word of God says, the truth, we're able to pick up the error. And that is important. God is instructing Joshua, that not only is there to be mental preparation for success, spiritual preparation in meditating on the word of God. And then what else can one do but relax? What I mean by relax, just uh, focus on the things of God. You know, rely on God because God is at work. I'm reminded in in Isaiah 40 verses 30 and 31, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Some translations say that uh, those who wait upon the Lord or those who hope upon the Lord. Well, the Hebrew word is kwava, kwava, and that means bind yourself to the things of God. You see, if you stand alone as a single thread, you'll easily be taken out and, and you won't stand strong. But if you bind yourself, quava, to the things of God, so you can relax in the things of God and you can rely on the things of God. God has promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And we need to uh, be uh, relying on the things of God for that. He's given us his Holy Spirit, the parakletos in John chapter 14, the one who comes parallel next to us and walks with us. The one who says he will never leave us nor forsake us. My hope is that we will not just turn to our own ways, but we will be able to uh, prepare our minds, prepare our spirits through the word of God and be able to relax in the things of God. Now, folk, it's not so easy if you're going to do it alone. And that's why we need the Christian community. I want to end off by reading you a story. An anthropologist showed a game to the children of an African tribe. He placed a basket of delicious fruits near a tree trunk and told them the first child to reach the tree will get the basket of fruit. When he gave them the start signal, he was surprised that they were walking together, holding hands until they reached the tree and shared the fruit. When he asked them why uh, they did not uh, run all to get the fruit for themselves, they answered with astonishment, Ubuntu. It's an African word, U-B-U-N-T-U, Ubuntu. That is, how can one of us be happy while the rest of us are miserable? Ubuntu in their civilization means I am because we are. 
They answered that because they realized that happiness in the tribe is lost in the society of individualism. And so, folk, if we uh, want to do our best to succeed in life, we need to uh, prepare our minds for success, prepare our spirits through the uh, reading and studying and meditating on the Word of God and be united together as we bind ourselves to God and we are becoming better together. We are stronger together. My prayer is that you will be successful, that you will go from strength to strength as we unite ourselves together in the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness and your love. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us your word, that we can read and study and meditate, Lord, to discover your plan and purpose for our lives. Thank you for fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord, that we can rally around together and build one another up. We give you glory for your church and we thank you for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We would love to hear from you. If you would like prayer, please submit a prayer request at mounties.org.au forward slash prayer or send an email to communications at mounties.org.au and one of our team will be in contact. Have a great week.